Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Storytelling Lab, where we break down how to get to the heart of your story and the hearts of your audience to leave the greatest impact possible. And now here's your host, a filmmaker and competitive storyteller, Rain Bennett. What's up, my beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Storytelling Lab, where we help you break down the art and science of storytelling. My name is Rain Bennett. I am your host, and my job is to help you deepen your connections, increase your sales, and serve your audiences better. Every Monday morning, I send out a storytelling tip to my email subscribers, and I talk about how I have used it in my own storytelling for my clients and for myself, and I leave you with tangible advice on how you can apply it to your strategies. If this sounds like something that would interest you, go ahead and sign up for the newsletter at rainbennett.com slash weekly storytelling tips. Again, that's rainbennett.com slash weekly storytelling tips. This podcast is a Six Second Stories production. Six Second Stories is a video marketing agency that helps you tell heartfelt stories to maximize your impact in minimal time. Find out more about what we do at SixSecondStories.com. Special announcement, storytellers, I have launched my first online course. I've been waiting a long time. I've been so excited to do this. It is called Uncover the Story to Launch Your Personal Brand. Now, that last word, that last concept, personal brand, is one that I fought against. I resisted folks for a long, long time. And hey, flash forward, guess what? When I leaned into it, when I embraced it, when I cultivated a personal brand, the story that I tell others things started to unlock in whole new ways for me. I was able to build a business just off of who I was as a person. Instead of starting from scratch every time I started a brand new project and then bouncing and spinning around from project to project, the core of my business is me. 
and everything else is extended from that core. So if I want to be Rain Bennett, the podcaster, Rain Bennett, the author, Rain Bennett, the online course instructor, the storytelling coach, the keynote speaker, the filmmaker, they're all coming back to that same core personal brand. This is what I'm helping people do. I started coaching when the pandemic hit because all my speaking gigs stopped and it has impacted my life and I think it's impacted others' lives in such such a magnificent way, an unexpected way for me. Yes, I consulted with businesses and organizations, but I found the most profound impact by helping other people who had thoughts in the back of their head that they could do great things and serve people and make an impact on the world, but they just weren't sure how to access that thing within them. I helped them do that through finding their story. That has been so fulfilling for me, and I want to help you do that too. The thing is, not everybody can afford the over $1,000 of cost in the coaching package to do that. So I created a 14-lesson course that has all of the things and more that those coaching packages have, including a community of other storytellers so that you can share your experiences with and you can learn from them as well. All of this for $149. We will put the link to the course in the show notes. We are hosting the course on thinkific.com and it's called the Rain Bennett Storytelling School and you can always find out information at rainbennett.com. What's up, storytellers? Welcome back to the Storytelling Lab podcast. My name is Rain Bennett. I am your host. And guess what? Today, just now, a few minutes ago, I got a package in the mail. Big box, big heavy box. My wife could barely carry it inside. <laughs> it sounds like I made her go out there and get it for me. It didn't. She, I didn't. She just she happened to be downstairs and got it first. It was super heavy. <gasps> guess what it was? It was a box of my first batch of paperbacks of six second stories maximize your impact in minimal time with video storytelling i.e my first book so so excited listen i'll be honest yes i'm excited but i got a little emotional uh i've been through (laughs) i've been through a lot lately some of you know you know about about some of that but it it took a lot of me to make this book. It took just years in the making. It took a, a, a lot of effort and work from me, from my team, from all my confidants and concierges that counsel me through this, whether friends or loved ones or colleagues or contemporaries. And hey, I'm proud of it. I'm really proud of it. But I'm most proud because I know that it'll help people. The, the, the information and the stories in this book... I've used for the past three or four years to, to, to genuinely help people understand, one, the power of storytelling, two, how to find and discover their stories worth telling, and then three, how to deliver those stories in a way that inspires action from those that they seek to serve, their audiences, their customers, their clients, their communities. And I... You know, this book's gone through a lot of iterations and, and we are here. We made the, the, the deadline. We made, the, made it across the finish line and it's here and it's been available for, um, I guess it's for a week now, a week as of, where I'm, as of when I'm recording this. And the pre-order was available for a while. You probably heard about that, but the paperback is out now and this is my first batch that I got. And hey, I'm very excited about it. So you can go to rainbennett.com slash six second stories book. Or you can just Google Rain Bennett Six Second Stories. Uh, go to Amazon. It's easy to find. I am offering bulk deals for small businesses, for nonprofits, for events. 
anybody that wants to get uh, more than 10, they start uh, coming in reduced rates. So you can message me at rain at six secondstories.com to talk about that. But I'm excited. I hope you're excited. And I hope you get the book. And if you do, please leave an honest review because that really, really helps the algorithm on Amazon. All right. Let's talk about the podcast. Let's talk about today. Some of you all know that uh, I've been through quite a bit emotionally, personally, and professionally in the past couple of months, uh, most notably with the death of my brother, the birth of my child before that, uh, and all these different uh, you know, professional goals that I have been achieving, which is great, but it's also made things really strenuous and stressful over the past few months. And so we normally take a break uh, on the podcast in January. We're going to start that a little early for the, ho- for the holidays. I could really use it, and maybe you could too. Uh, hey, there's still a ton of content. We have 110 episodes, counting this one of the Storytelling Lab podcast, so you can go back in the meantime and check out all the other 109 of them. But yeah, we're going to take a little bit of downtime after today's episode. And the thing is, I was talking with my team about whether we should do this now, if we should you know, churn through a few more episodes before we take our little break. Uh, to be honest, emotionally, I need the break now. But I also decided to end on this episode because it is the jam. It is the bee's knees. I have on a guest named Kyle Draper, who I organically met just by vibing with each other's frequencies on TikTok. And I sent him a message and he followed me and I followed him back and we sent DMs and we were like, yo, you're on it. We're aligned in our values and how we try to serve our communities. Oh, and also you're wearing a Dallas Cowboys hat and I'm wearing a Dallas Cowboys shirt. So there's that. Listen, keep your opinions to your NFL teams to yourselves. Okay, we like the Cowboys and it's hey, it's a long <laughs> it's a long uh, and winding journey that that being a fan of the Cowboys uh, takes you on. So we have to deal with that. We don't need any any heckling from you. Anyway, it was another thing that we found alignment on. Now, Kyle is a coach, social media coach, specifically for realtors. I've been working a lot with realtors, as you may or may not know lately. So another thing that we aligned on. So it was just like, yo, let's get on a call. Let's just talk to each other and see what happens, see what comes from it. I was on his podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago. I don't think the podcast is out yet, but he streamed it live. So it was available uh, last week or two weeks ago, and it will be on his podcast soon called The Social Media Mindset. Um, And today he is on mine. And I really just wanted you to hear his story because his story is a perfect example. We talk about the storytelling rule of show not to tell, right? Show not tell. And this is exactly what his story does. He shows how storytelling, how social media, how connecting on a deeper level with your audience consistently, authentically, over the long term, builds these deeper relationships that will yield the results that you want financially, and your business goals, but more importantly, that will impact and serve your audience in the way that you want to. And not just trying to do it transactionally, where it's like, hey, I got a book, go buy it. But it's like, hey, I'm providing you with value. I'm providing you with solutions to your problems. And all I ask in return is to be part of this community that I'm trying to cultivate so that we can all help each other be great. That is the point. Kyle went from being a youth minister to a roofer to a web developer or having a web development company for realtors to then helping realtors with social media. Now he is a professional speaker and social media coach. And all of those different paths arose to him because he followed his heart and he knew that he was put on this earth to serve people. And it just kept 
different doors of opportunity kept opening themselves to show him how he could do that. And so the point was for him to make an impact on people. And it took a few different uh, attempts, and he did it this way, and then it led to something else, and he did it this way. But all of it, all of it was done by leaning into what made him uncomfortable but what kept him authentic. And he did it through video. So that's why we're ending on this episode because the book that I wrote was called Six Second Stories, Maximize Your Impact in Minimal Time with Video Storytelling. This is exactly what Coach Kyle Draper does. So you got to hear his story and I'm bringing it to you now. Here is my conversation with Coach Kyle Draper and I hope that you love it and I hope that you get tremendous amount of value from it because I certainly did. I just I want to go back and hear your story because as I, as I was saying when we first chatted, yeah, just your organic story was like clicking off a lot of the the issues that I wanted that I wanted to talk about. Okay, so I think we'll just start there and then just see where right. we take it. You know how we can do. Do you intro now or do Not you now. cut that later? And, I go back okay. and do it. I've been meaning to go live like you did with me. Um, like I told you, I, I have my account, but I just I just haven't yet. And then in that case, I would I would have yeah a small one, but I usually go back and. And, and do like a three three minute five minute intro not just about you but just catching people up about me welcome back to yeah. the show yada 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 okay um yeah all right so let's just start at the beginning like i know your story now and it started when you were youth pastor is that right yeah yeah okay. i mean just take me there yeah and then we're just going to go on the on that ride because i know where you are now and the people know what you do now. We'll dive a little bit more uh, deeply into that as we go yeah. on. But but I really got to hear that organic journey once more. Yeah, bro. So I I I grew up in a in a in a pastoral family. So when I was a pastor, I was a fifth generation pastor. Okay. And um and so you know that blood just ran deep. And and so I actually I've gone to college to be a sports center personality. Like, that's what I wanted to be when I grew up, you know, the Stuart Scott, you know, from, from Texas. And, uh, I went to school broadcast journalism and that was, that was my plan. And, and one summer I, I went to, uh, our church summer camp as a counselor to a, a bunch of ninth graders. And I just felt this weird calling hmm. to church ministry. And I'd never, I never wanted to be a pastor, even though I grew up in a family of them. I think I never wanted to be because I watched how hard being a pastor is. It's exhausting, right? You're, you're constantly caring for other people. You're constantly prepping for the next sermon that you're going to give. Like it just was nonstop. And so I was like, I don't want that for my life. That sounds horrible. But when God bends your heart to something, the, the, the option to say no is, isn't really there anymore. And so I quit school literally like a semester before I would have graduated. I quit school and I moved back home, started interning at our church, pastored for about nine years. And bro, here's what happened. So at about year seven, I just had this weird feeling of like, man, this isn't what I thought it would be. I, I got into ministry to change lives. I got into ministry to love people, not fix you, just love you, right? The, and, and so the beauty of that was like, for those of us, for people that believe like I believe, 
man, the Holy Spirit's capable of doing far more than me. So I just felt like it was my job to open doors to people. And if the Holy Spirit wanted to impact your life, then that that's 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 for him to do. So I just love people, bro. But here's what would happen. I'd be hanging out with somebody or or we go have coffee. And because they knew that I was a pastor, they were 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 kind of um putting a governor on their own mouth. Right? They they weren't telling me the full story. You know, if they were hung over from the night before, they weren't letting me know that. If they love the F word, they weren't saying it in front mm-hmm. of me. And I just woke up, bro, and was like, I am getting the fake part of every person. Because of what you do. Because of what I do for a living. I thought I got into this industry, into this world to help people change their lives, but I'm getting the fake part of everyone. And so they're not even letting me get close. And so, dude, I did what you should never do, right? Which start praying. <laughs> just kidding. If prayer's great, right? But but I just I just I just remember praying this prayer like, God, what is happening? You know why I'm here. And now my title is keeping me from doing what I love. What the heck? Yeah. And and Rain, what what God gave me was, bro, you you think that I need you to be a pastor to make an impact in people's lives? Bro. And, and that's how God and I roll. Like he says, bro, to me, that's the way I hear him. Right. That's the way I hear him talk. And, and so what I felt him say was like, why don't you go be in the business world, but keep the heart of a pastor mm-hmm. and go learn how to do business. And while you're doing business, make an impact in people's lives. And, and so dude, and now this is what we're like eight plus years later. I still don't have a clue what I'm doing. (laughs) So for anyone out there, if you go look at anything that I do because you met me on this podcast and you're like, dang, this dude's legit. I'm way less legit than you think I am. Aren't we all? I I don't have a clue what I'm doing. Right. I saying that dude, I, I left ministry and started a roofing company with my dad, my brother. What? Dude, because I'm, that's I'm, what they they were doing because it like it just yeah my brother easy. was in my brother had been working for a roofing company when okay. i left the church and then my dad had owned a custom homes business in the 80s and then okay. the big crash happened and he got out of it so but that had always been his background back in the day so we started a roofing company bro i'm i'm 63 300 plus pounds i have climbed on hundreds of roofs <laughs> like so dumb, but this is what, this is what God gave me next. And so in roofing, I learned how to sell. I I was the only roofer in Oklahoma city eight years ago that was going live on people's rooftops. On what what platform? On Facebook, right? That was all that was available back then was Facebook live when it just came out. Let's pause there for a second. Okay. So first I have two questions. One, what would you talk about when you would go live? But let's before Nothing. that. No, okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, right, like just be. I'm a roofer. Like, what am I supposed to? I was just, dude. This is what I hope listeners will will understand. Uh-huh. Is like just freaking try crap. Yeah, just try. So, so this new platform comes out, right? Facebook Live shows up, and I'm like, huh, let's try this. And so here's this six foot three, three hundred pound dude on the top of people's houses doing videos, trying to show you what a broken shingle looks like, trying to talk to you, right? Like about here's how, you know, uh, 
an insurance adjuster is gonna is gonna deem your your roof healthy or not right uh-huh. just just giving people tips was there inside a, a, of the an, industry an end goal for that like were you trying to to bring in leads or was it no just, yeah. there was dude you you asking me that question is obviously you thinking too much of me <laughs> right like, i do think I, a lot of you thank you thank you i i am a ready fire aim guy yeah right and so my that. thought was i'm a good communicator yeah. right i know how to talk to people i know how to talk to a camera this new feature shows up and i'm like yeah like it can't hurt i mean unless i fall off while i'm doing it hmm. that would have probably got me on america's funny some videos yeah right so I'm just, I am always looking and I'm always going, what, what is my competitive advantage? And Mm. most of our competitive advantages are going to be found beyond the comfort zone of most of our competitors. Right? Yes. Like, and so if I look at all my competitors and I go, what are they unwilling to do? Am I willing to do that? So you and I, we work with realtors and lenders and you work with tons of other people, but that's my, my vein. Dude, I tell realtors all the time, why are you looking for an advantage in the same places that everyone else is? You're not enough better than them for that to matter, for you to rise to the top. So go do video because guess what? 90% of your competitors are unwilling to go there. And so that was kind of my thing, man. And, uh, I just, I started doing it and bro, here's what, here's, here's what was crazy. And I don't tell this story enough. I haven't told it in in years. What made me realize I was doing the right thing was we were about, we were a little over a year into the roofing company and Mm -hmm. we hadn't sold very many roofs. If it wasn't for my dad having the money to kind of back the company, right? We, we would have not even made it to this point, but I had spent a year sowing seed just pouring into people, doing yep. video, getting to know local businesses, going to local events, going to chamber events, going to clubs, right? Just, just meeting people. And bro, about a, about 13 months into our roofing company, the first hailstorm hits Oklahoma city. Mm. I got one over 100 calls in 24 hours. Wow. And so while every roofer was out knocking doors, begging people to trust them, at that point, I had built rapport for a year. And so the moment I did a video that goes, Hey guys, hell came through last night. We don't know the damage that it did. Be careful of the fly by night roofer. Like I'm just giving, I'm just educating people. Yep. Dude, that thing got shared a hundred times over and dude, my phone is just ringing off the hook. Mm. And, and so I'm showing up with appointments to houses while every other roofer is in there begging people to give them their attention. And that was my moment, dude, where I was like, huh, this whole like branding thing, this relationship selling, this works. We just have to be patient and we have to actually care enough to, to go through those motions. And, uh, dude, that was the game changer for me. And then I moved on to the next thing. I love, yeah, we're going to hear about that in a second, but I'm so glad you shared that story because again, like your story does and our listeners will hear in the next chapters that we talk about, 
it illustrates, you know, the, the number one rule in storytelling and screenwriting is to show, not to tell. And your story, yeah. this is why I'm so excited. I just, I just yeah. want to say, hey, here's the mic, just go, because it shows these lessons that we want to talk about that you and I both care about delivering to our, our audiences. But what I love about that one, I have a, a, I guess, an analogy that I use for that. And it's, this is exactly what you what you did is like the and you said, you know, planting seeds. But I always flesh that out a little bit more because when you plant a seed, you know, what do you do? You put you put it in the earth. There's nothing to show for it. But it's cool. Yeah. It's the first day. Right. And you come back out the next day and you water the dirt. Right. You pour water onto dirt and it makes mud and you do that again. And you do yep. that again for day after day, weeks after weeks. And all you're doing is making a bunch of mud and nothing else. So not only is it frustrating because nothing's to show for it, but it's also you're making mud, like you're making it kind of, kind of dirty. And it's just like, yeah. what, what am I doing? And you're about to reach that point where you give up. And a lot of people do. And then what happens? You see that first little sprig of green and you're like, oh, yep. crap, we got something. And then the amount of time, you know, that, that's that hockey stick curve, the amount of time from that sprig to turn into a leaf, to turn into a stem, to turn into a tree or a plant that then is yielding flowers or, or buds right. or, or fruit is a lot shorter than, than that time. But it's really about trusting yourself and just understanding that, Hey, even though I'm not seeing these results today, right. This is all for a purpose, but it's really hard for, for most people, I would say to do that. I think that's such a great story that yeah. illustrates that is like, you were just making videos, just making videos, nothing was happening. And then when the opportunity came for that little sprig of green to show its face in, in the, you know, in the event of, uh, you know, something semi-catastrophic or whatever that people needed you an issue, but Hey, we're yeah. in, we're in business to solve problems, right? When that problem arose, that's when everything came through. And I just, I think it illustrates it so well. And, and because again, People think that you'll put out a video or maybe a couple of videos or maybe a week's worth or a month's worth, and then it'll hit viral and boom, you'll be, you know, you'll be nah. an overnight sensation. It's just right. not true, man. It's just well, not true. And Rain, here's the other part that, that worries me for people is most people aren't willing to be uncomfortable mm -hmm. until they're at the end of their rope. Yep. And so in, in my story, what does that look like? That looks like the roofers that had done no marketing, that had, had built zero relationships, but all of a sudden hell shows up. And so now they're jumping on camera for the first time ever, like hire begging me, hire people me. to let them help them. Yep. No rapport, no buildup, no relational equity. And, and so this is why most people fail on social media is because they don't show up to me until they're at their wits end until they've tried everything else that was more comfortable. And so now they're starting to put in the work, but it's all about them, mm -hmm. right? The beauty of starting early and staying steady is create content that truly is valuable to people with no expectation of when it will yield a return. Hmm. When, when we, when we can live like that now, I'm not saying we're not also going to do marketing videos that we might do an ad to, right. But yeah. I'm just saying, if I would just show up daily from a place of education, instead of a place of, Hey, have you bought my next thing? I'm going to build a deeper rooted connection to everybody that I know. And this is where, in my opinion, most people fail is because they do not create that relational equity. That, that allows people to want them to be successful.
Why did my roofing video get shared a hundred times over? Because those people wanted me to win on that day. Mm -hmm. They wanted me to win. And I think, unfortunately, we want to win more than we want to help others oh, win time. themselves. Big time. And that's why it's so hard for people to, you know, I wrote it down. You said start early and stay steady. And it's so hard to stay steady when you aren't getting that immediate or pretty daggone quick return. Right? Yeah. Because then we're like, oh, 100%. This, this isn't working because you want that win. You want that easy win. And we listen, I suffer from it. We all suffer from it. The, the, the point like anything is to, is to check in with yourself and be self-aware and be able to kind of like get out of that mindset as quickly as possible. We all will slip into that at some point. And the, and the, and the goal or the what yeah. makes a professional professional is one who can kind of realize that that's a limiting right. belief and a story we're telling ourselves and to, you know, get back out there and trust yourself. It's really hard to 100%. trust that these things will work and, and, and have faith that they will. What, you know, like to that person, because, and this is a lot of the people, how do you, how do you advise them to have that trust and that faith in themselves, in the process, in the system that they're trying to do when that voice is telling them like, how do I know if this is going to work? Well, I mean, to the, the easiest, the easiest way to talk to them, if we're just being very blunt is look at all the people it's working for. Mm. Look at all the people. Like, it's not like I'm trying to sell you something. Right. right. I'm, I'm, I'm not the guy with the first model T that's mm -hmm. going, I know everybody likes horses. I know, I know I <laughs> trust get me, it. This is better. Right. I trust me. This is better. That's not where we are anymore. Yeah. Good point. Dude, we, there are thousands of books. There are thousands and thousands, if not millions of stories of people that said, I started being more present online and things went well for me. Mm -hmm. If it, right. It, I got to jump in there. And here's what I want the listeners to know too. Those people aren't any better than you are. Nope. And that's what really gets people, me, me included. That's what really holds people back is thinking. It took me a long time, Kyle, to get to this realization that these people that have achieved more than we have, or that we look up to. Right. And I say this now to people to help other people. I said it to yeah. myself first, they don't have any natural superpower or this, you know, un, un, uh, um, uh, you know, this talent that you just can't achieve. They don't have some superpower that you don't have access to. Right. Just to put in the time and effort. That's all it right. is to cultivate whatever skill that is. And, and so often we see that and we're like, well, I could never do it because dot, dot, dot. He's got a million followers or he's just naturally gifted or whatever, you know, whatever tag you want to put on it. But those people aren't any better than you. So just to, to piggyback on what you're saying, Kyle, like those people, there are thousands, like you said, yeah. of examples, and they don't have yeah. anything that you don't. And isn't it interesting? Like, I remember I was teaching a class to realtors several years ago and you can always tell, like, you can tell this too, because you speak all the time. You can always tell like the naysayer in the room, buddy, I knew just you were looking going. to just be a jerk yep. and they're just yep. trying to set you up to look stupid. And there was just, there was this woman there that you could just tell by the way she was sitting by the yeah. questions she was asking by the tone of her voice. Like she wasn't there to get better. No, she was there to, to validate her opinion that social media was stupid. Yeah. So that's why she was there. And so she's asking these questions and, and I'm trying to be polite and I'm trying to answer and, and, and try to be cordial. And finally I just stopped and was like, Hey, let me ask you something. 
if, if you wouldn't mind being honest with me, how many houses do you want to sell in the, this year? How many houses? And she said 17. I said, I love it. That's awesome. Average realtor across the country sells less than three. And so 17, that's a solid goal, right? You're, that's a six-figure income uh, at 17 transactions. And so I said, I love it. Awesome. What city do you live in? She tells me the name of the city. I said, how many people live in that city? She said, 170,000 people. And I said, so you're telling me by you just being more present on social media, you don't think there's 17 people out of 170,000 that would trust you to help them buy or sell a house? And she just stopped. And this one, this is one of the wins, right? That she, where she was like, I've never looked at it like that. <laughs> I've never, I've, I've, I've just, I've never thought about it like that. And, and on a dime, bro, like she changed, like her, 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 her facial expressions changed, her body language changed, her, her mood changed, her tone changed because she realized I'm not just some weird social media guy trying to convince you that you need to be famous. Right. I'm just trying to convince you to show up to a couple people that already like you. Mm. And, and man, it's, it's wild to me, Rain, that I've had more people ask me over the years, how do I get to 10,000 followers? Oh. Then ask me, how do I connect to the followers I already have? Everybody wants more. Everybody thinks the answer is more. And so I tell, I tell realtors all the time, you give me 200 followers on Instagram and I'll help you make more money than you've ever made in your life. Because those will be real people that we will pour into, that we will give content to that makes their life better. And you will do more with 200 people than that guy over there with 20,000 fake ones. You're saying so many beautiful gems right now. And I, I, I also gave a workshop recently to realtors. I have a picture in my mind of a, the naysayer I had in, in the group. Uh, but yeah, I love that you just changed, changed that, that perspective. And you said something really great that I love. I'm not trying to make you like uh, be famous or feel like you, you, know, you have to be famous. I forget exactly how you said it, but this is a, a, a misconception that people have when it comes to social media. Like you're not trying to just, you know, tout the value of social media, just like we all have to be influencers. Right. And right. this is what a lot of people think. They were like that. I can't do that again, a limiting belief, but also a misconception of like, I'm not saying you have to be, you know, a, a TikTok creator and part of the creator fun or a YouTube sensation or Gary V or anything like that. It's just a tool. Yeah. It's a vehicle to use to deepen that connection. That's what you're talking about. But a lot of people, I think, think what you were saying, both yep. of the things, the 10,000 followers and this thing that like what it means is I have to be that. I had a woman in, in a recent class who she's older and has been done has been doing it rather for 25 years and she's not on social media and so her limiting belief is she sees the younger realtors that that are and she thinks something's wrong with her and she just is not that good with those features and yada yada i was like yeah you know we don't you don't have to be doing it the same way they're doing it you don't have to Dude, be this well, thing how how many houses, if you had to guess, how many houses do you think your mom has sold in her career? Oh, bro. My, uh, uh, um, 
Well, she does. So she gets recognized, you know, their company is a Coldwell Branker franchise. So she gets recognized nationally with like the, you know, over $10 million a year yeah. sales, but in a market that, you know, she's selling like $25,000 trailers sometimes, you know, sure. And a hundred thousand dollar homes is like the norm 150. So 70, 70 listings she'll have in a year sometimes. Okay. So, um, and so then she's years. <laughs> so let's, so for the sake of just numbers, right. Yeah. Let's just times 20 times 70. Yeah. So 1400. that's, that's what that's 1400, 1400 homes yeah. in, a, in her career. Yeah, call it right? a thousand. Now, she's way. really good at what she does. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was teaching my team this morning in our meeting. I was, I have all these little, like these little John Maxwell books. So he's got like leadership 101, team building 101, relationships 101. He's got like eight different 101 books. Yeah. And uh, I'm a John Maxwell certified trainer, teacher, okay. speaker, coach, whatever, however they say it. And so I love John Maxwell. So he says in this book, he said, did you know that each of us influences at least 10,000 other people during our lifetime? Mm, mm, mm. So the question is not whether you will influence someone, but how you will use your influence. So, bro, if this is true, guys, just listen to the math. If you are in sales, you are already without any intentional effort going to cross paths with 10,000 people in your lifetime that you will cross paths close enough to influence them. And so why do we make storytelling, video, social media, why do we make it so hard? Mm. When the reality is, if you would just show up, you're going to have people that jive with who you are that like, right? Like it was in you and I, right? Like your listeners don't know the story, right? We literally met because you, you saw a random TikTok video of mine. You commented on it. We started talking in the, you know, in, in the, in the messenger. And then now we're friends Boom. and, and we vibed on the Cowboys and, and all that's just natural conversation, right? No, no motive, just and, a connection. And it's already yielded great things for us. And who knows? 100%. You know, and, and this is where people get so backwards with all this stuff. Like you're having influence. If your mom can sell 1400 homes in a career, that's barely 10% of the, of the so-called 10,000 people that she would have influenced. The opportunities yeah. are there. Yeah. We just have to show up. It's also why I started out this, this podcast episode by saying, if you're impressed with anything you see by me, I promise you. <laughs> I'm not that impressive. Yeah, no. I, because I, I, I don't need the world to think I'm awesome. I need a few hundred people to really love Kyle Draper. Yeah. And if I can make that happen, and if I can serve those people well for the next 40 years, I will never want for anything ever. Mm -hmm. And guess what? My Facebook page might never get over 4,000 likes. Yeah. And that's we got to change the way we see this stuff, man. <laughs> totally. I, you know, and you know how I feel about this stuff. I've been talking about it a lot, a lot lately, but it, it's not about you being awesome or someone thinking right. you're awesome. It's about, Hey, is there something in Kyle's, you know, approach that would help, help me? Like if I, could I learn something and get value from this person? It's not always going to be yes. Of course. I mean, right. I know I'm, I, I'm preaching to the choir here, but like, 
this thing is another thing that we get caught up with this concept of like, I'm not good enough, or I have to be a certain amount of awesome. It's like, no, right. you just have to be helpful and right for somebody, you know? And I totally, love that, that you see that and you're like, listen, I'm, I'm not awesome. I get this kind of stuff too, because I come from a small town of 9,000 people, you know what Woo! I mean? And I, I love my community. They're very, very supportive. They've been very supportive with the book and stuff. And I'll say like some of them, see the stuff that i am doing and have done and they you know the tedx talk hey they think it's they think it's cool they think it's great they're they're very supportive and i appreciate that and i'm i would never like you know talk down about those things as if they're not you know great or like you know yeah. goals that I, I've, I've wanted to achieve but you know at any point i'm, I'm like you quick to try to let them know I'm like bro <laughs> Like I ain't got none of this figured out. Yeah, I've achieved some of the things. I worked really hard to do that. But then I wake up the next day and I've got a newborn at home and I don't know what I'm doing. And I don't know where this month's, you know, payroll is going to come from. And I'm just trying to, you know, figure it out too. But there are certain things that I have figured out that yeah. have made me make serious strides forward to achieve those goals. And I am happy to share every one of those lessons. 100%. I fell on my face and learned the hard way. I am so happy yeah. because I do not subscribe to this belief the scarcity mindset that, that we have like finite resources. I fully right. believe that we all can prosper and I want us to. So if there's one thing I can learn and look back at somebody in my situation that I was in five years ago, happy to share that jewel of knowledge. Bro. I, I was on the phone this morning with a guy that, that I would call him my buddy now, but we've still, we've never met a person. You know, we've probably only talked like three times face to face on zoom, mm -hmm. but he literally he has a company that does exactly what my company does. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, well, I guess that means we're like friendly competition. And I was like, bro, the greatest advantage you and I have for each other is to be as open and transparent and want the other one to win as bad as we want ourselves to win. Because there's so many people that need what we do. Yep. I don't need all of them. I can't get all of them. And, and so he and I are going to start running alongside each other. And in total, you know, togetherness of, of saying, dude, if I'm not the great fit for you, go over there, right? If, if he's not the right fit, come over here. Right. And, and most people, like, I can't tell you how many realtors and lenders I talk to that, like, the reason they don't do more video is because they have a list that's longer of what they're not willing to talk about than they have one that Oof. is what they will. Like, they don't want to put it out there? Yeah, like. Oh, I can't get, I can't put my secret sauce out there. Right, right, put, right. Oh, my it's God. like, dude, Give me a break. get out of here. Right. You don't have a secret sauce. No, you have a fan base <laughs> and you might try harder than other people, but at the end of the day, right. Most original ideas are gone. Yeah. The only thing original is the person behind the idea. Yep. And they, and nobody should be able to copy that. Like, if I right. went and tried to, you know, carbon copy what Gary V does, it should be painfully obvious that I'm not him. 100%. Or whomever, but, you but know, we, you might also be great at the same thing Gary V is. Even then, you're still going to attract different people than him. Yeah, because we're different people. Right. Like, there's no way I can divorce myself from, from my unique experiences and where I came from. Gary V is not from little Washington, North Carolina. Right. The, and and right. the lessons that he learned, Gary V did not, was not a roofer for however many years. Right. This is what I'm saying. Like you could do, and, and you and the guy that you were just referring to, th there is something that is different about you two. There, there should be, even if your approach is the same, even like you and I who vibe on a lot of the, the approaches and we 
we're passionate about the same types of things, in my opinion, in my perspective, like we should never do things exactly the same way or like you should very clearly understand how you do it differently because we're different people. And so I think that is something that gets so lost is that, you know, for for sure, we're scared to to lean into that. And man, I, I also think it's okay for me to say, you know what? Gary is better than me. I think I genuinely think that, right? He's better than me, but guess what? That's okay. That's, that's perfectly fine. It, there, there are plenty of people for me to go serve that like already like me that already follow what I teach that already are are glued into every word that comes out of my mouth. And, and so we've just got to, we've got to strip away just the, the comparison game. Mm -hmm. Right. We, we've got to just let go of, right. Like my daughter, she, she's almost seven and dude, she's the most competitive seven, almost seven year old I've ever met. <laughs> and last night we're in the car and we're singing to Disney songs. And, you know, she's like, Hey dad, who's the best singer in the family? Oh, and I'm like, well, you know, I mean, every, everybody, everybody is, you know, you give everybody the their right song, <laughs> you give everybody their song, Diplomatic everybody. And she's like, no. Who's the best? And bro, I just think like we can laugh about that coming out of a six-year-old, but bro, I think that's how most adults live their lives. Oh, for sure. For they sure. just chase the validation. Bro. And the moment they don't get it, they're less than. Yep. And then and the crumbled. moment they're less than that they're insecure. And the moment they're insecure, they don't touch that record button. Oh, buddy. This is also bro. Triggering. We've just got to come to this place. So here's my secret weapon. What I tell people all the time, I guess it's not my secret weapon. I tell people all the time, but nobody's willing to do it is I tell people my secret weapon the reason I do video and you don't not you, but right. This is what I'm saying to a room full of people mm-hmm. is that I care about helping you more than I care about looking stupid. Mm. That's it. Like that is it. If I have a secret power, if I have a superpower, mm. that is my superpower. Oh. I care more about helping then I care about looking stupid. Therefore, I will always push that record button because of my desire to serve. And so anybody listening that says you love people, but you're unwilling to get in front of the camera, you don't love people as much as you think you do. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I think we're hitting on so many different topics that we could have a podcast on just that theme, but I'm really glad that you went there because this is something that keeps coming up in my life. And I've, I've, I've learned to work through myself. Ooh, we are really fascinated with being cool with how we look, right? Yep. With that, especially without looking stupid, because now you're bringing shame into it, right? We don't want to, we don't want to, you know, be picked on or, or be shamed, but we also, we want to look like cool and like we know what we're talking about. And it prevents us from doing things that would better ourselves so often. Yeah. I used to get, uh, like, I don't know why this one came to mind, but I would get self-conscious if I was like, I play soccer and I still play in a men's league. And so often my, you know, fitness would just be me running around with a soccer ball. And I used to, you know, try to, to run sprints, like at the end of my little practice. And, and if there were other people out there working out on the, at the field, like I would not do it. But yeah, I would just feel and I can run pretty fast. Like, I mean, it wasn't that it was just I don't know what it was. And I, and then it finally clicked. I'm like, what in the world do I care? I will never I don't even know that person. And also, right. 
who's the only person suffering from me not doing this thing? <laughs> like, and why right. am I leaving, not completing whatever tasks that I was trying to complete? It's because wild, bro. it's so wild, like how your mind works that way. And man, this is, this is an epidemic. And when it comes to business, you know, like we, we don't want to seem like we don't know what we're doing. We don't want to seem uncool or stupid. And like you said, so what do we do? Well, nothing. And man, I, th I think, and people don't want to hear this. No, but sometimes it's in our so-called stupidity that makes us the most relatable. Yes, because we're right? all, we're all bumbling. My, it's just trying to make it through life. My favorite video of all time is the Chewbacca lady. <laughs> it's my favorite video of all time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. For anybody that hasn't seen it, just go type Chewbacca lady into YouTube, put it in into Twitter. Like it's a middle-aged woman that puts on a toy Chewbacca mask. And when she moves her mouth, it makes the Chewbacca sound. And she just loses it, right? And she just car. loses her mind. And, and I use this as an illustration when I, when I speak, because I ask people, what do you think if now that was on Facebook live, but let's say she pre-recorded that video and she sent it to her husband and said, Hey honey, what do you think about this? Should I post it? And she sends it to her sister. She sends it to her mom. She Dude. sends it to a couple coworkers and she says, Hey, I need your opinion. What do you think? Should I post this bro? 100% of them would say probably not. And do now that video, I haven't seen it in, in probably a year or, or at least, or two years. So it's, it's somewhere close to probably a hundred million views. She now travels the country as a motivational speaker, living a life that would have never been possible to her had she not chose to just put her authentic self out there in spite of the feedback she probably would have gotten. And she had no ulterior motive, like no None. business goal attached, no call to action. It was just about being her herself. being silly. And now she's she's created a career and she right. got has she has way more money than either you or I do. And she's the Chewbacca lady. I, I really don't have right? anything to like say to that, that you, as soon as you started saying, if she sent it to her husband, like I was just, I knew, I knew what you were going to say. And, and I knew the answer. And that is, uh, I've never heard it put so simply. And that just resonates so much. A hundred percent. People would be like, Linda, no, this is no. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. It's wild, bro. We, I think Gary V says this, um, or maybe I made this up. I can't remember. It every once in totally a while, I say, every once say, while I say something that's awesome. Uh, just because I talk a lot, right? right? You talk a lot, you accidentally it's say really game. cool things. Yeah, it's totally numbers game. <laughs> so, but Gary or somebody said, you know, that like, why do we let the opinions of people that don't get it matter the most? Isn't that our lives? Yeah. Man. Every realtor I know. Gosh, I would do more video. I just worry about what my sister thinks. Oh, interesting. Are you trying to sell a bunch of houses to your sister? Oh my god. Well, no. Well, then why does her opinion matter? Man, uh, I don't know where what it, the heck. I gotta all right. I gotta take a quick little break and and not break, but uh this is just this is why I love talking to you. So in my core, I've been teaching a course called uh turn your tragic flaw into your superpower. And yeah, one of the exercises love that. Is, is a limiting belief, like flipping the script on your limiting beliefs exercise. And I fall on the sword first and I read mine that I wrote years ago to myself. 
Yeah. And, and it's two columns. You draw a line down the middle of the paper, one side, a limiting belief. And on the other side, a reframed thought. And this is so funny. Um, here was my, one of my, like out of 10, number three, I don't want to uh, seem like a joke or one of those cheesy personal brand type of guys. I'm afraid <laughs> of what my friends might say. Literally, yeah, this is bro. what I wrote in like 2016 or 17. Cheesy personal brand type of guys. Like, look at what I, what I was putting on it. And then the reframe thought is, uh, hey, you know, I have fun being on camera, sharing my knowledge and what I have to offer the world is of value. Uh, I impact people's lives and those that follow me support me fully. Like my friends weren't my clients. They didn't pay right. my bills. They didn't follow me for what I had to offer a value. They followed me because they totally knew. bro. And, but it's so funny you went there because it, uh, well, and I even take it as far to ask people, you know, can you sell, like, can you buy your own book and make money? <laughs> right. The answer is no. Yeah. And so I go, so then why does your opinion even matter? Mm. Like, mm. why would I let myself look at my video and go, God, your face looks fat today. <laughs> God, why did you pick that lighting? God, why did you say that? Like, why am I letting my own opinion of which I cannot make money off of? Yeah. Keep it from being in front of those who can. Jeez. It's unbelievable, man. It is unbelievable. And the greatest day in my marriage was when I quit asking my wife to watch my videos. Oh, that's a good one. Because I wanted her to be proud of me. Right. So I'd be like, hey, honey, did you watch my video? Did you watch my video? Hey, did you watch my video yet? And she'd go, Yeah. Oh, and then what, what happens to me? I'm like, oh, and then I go delete it or it takes me another month to work up the nerve to do the next video. But this epiphany was like, your wife isn't buying your coaching program. Your wife isn't hiring you to speak. She actually wants you not to talk. So like, why am I letting her opinion matter in that one little bitty realm of my life? I'm taking that and it one. changed the game, bro. It I'm changed. I, I haven't asked my wife to watch one of my videos in three years. I'm and I'm and it that. was a game changer. Yep, I'm definitely that's the one thing that I learned today. Yeah, yeah, totally doing that. I'm not I'm like on the fit, you know, I'm not fully I'm not at the point where I still show everything, but I still show some things. And yeah, uh, yep. Just yep. doesn't because dude, she's also guess what? She's not a video marketing expert. Right. Or really my audience. <laughs> She, she represents nothing yeah. of what I'm trying to attract for the business again. Right guys, 99% of our lives. She's the only voice I care about. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in this one tiny little place yeah. and she was so glad the day I said, Hey, you don't need to watch any of my more videos. She was like, Oh, <laughs> Oh, finally. <laughs> oh, I hate it. I've been waiting for this day. Dude. So, so huge. take us through, um, uh, you know, we've been talking a lot about how you talk for real to, to realtors and work with realtors. But before we go, you were a roofer last time we checked in on your story. Yeah, we, we had uh, that yeah, big hail That's all right. This is uh, people going to rock with us because this was an excellent conversation. But I remember the little the, the change that you had in your story. What, what got you from the hailstorm and the roofing company yeah. to realtors? So I well, so first of all, I, I started through roofing, I, I, I sat down and went, okay, who controls every roof in the city? Mm -hmm. And my thought was a realtor, right? The realtors work with the people that own the homes. So I started giving free roof inspections to roofer to realtors before closing to make sure the roof wasn't the reason the close didn't happen. 
And so through that, just cultivating relationships with realtors, then on an August afternoon, I'm standing on a roof. My shoes are melting to the shingle. And it was the final moment of like, what am I doing? Like, this is not going to be what I do for the rest of my life. There's no way. And, and so I resigned from our, from our, our family business at that point, we'd grown it to a, a multi-million dollar roofing company that was in Dallas, Fort Worth and in Oklahoma city. And I had a buddy that was a web developer. And so we spun up a company that built websites for realtors. And so again, right. Just like I really wasn't a roofer. Yeah. I was a relationship guy that happened to have a roof as my, as my mode of opportunity. I wasn't a website guy, but I was a face. And so we started selling real estate websites and I was cold calling realtors and it was awful, right? It was terrible. And so I stopped and I just prayed and was like, God, okay, what am I good at? And what do realtors suck at? <laughs> and, and how do I bridge that gap? And dude, what he gave me was Kyle, you're a great communicator. Mm -hmm. Realtors suck at Facebook at the time. That was what he told me. Go learn Facebook and teach it to them. That, that, that was what he said. And so dude, that that's literally what I did. I started reading books, started listening to podcasts, started watching YouTube videos, started asking questions. And I started getting better at Facebook for myself, knowing that if I had 1% more knowledge than they did, I always had something to offer. Yep. I didn't need to be the expert yet. I right. just need to know more than them. Yep. And dude, over three years, I probably taught 200 and something classes all over the state of Oklahoma and in Texas. And finally, one day I woke up and thought, I think I'm for real good at this. Like people were asking me to speak for money, right? I did all that for free to try to sell a website. And uh, in November of 2018, I fired myself as president of that company. And I jumped full, full in to teaching, coaching, speaking. Um, and it was the greatest decision I ever made. Even then having a business partner that said, wait, what, <laughs> who's going to pay you to do that? And I was like, bro, I don't know, but this is where I feel God calling me. And so who am I to not jump off the boat? You, you know, it's funny. It's almost like a mirror of that, you know, I don't know, but I've been planting this seed. I've been making these uh, Facebook live videos on the roof for so long. That's right. You know, you've been cultivating and growing these relationships, right? This community that you've been and that's that too, to your business partner, right? It's 100%. Not, it, 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 you didn't really probably have like the immediate answer, just like you didn't when you were doing those videos. Right. That's the whole trusting the process and, and building those relationships long-term versus just this transactional you know, thing where you're just like you said, Hey, did you buy my book yet? You know what I mean? And dude, right. you can, people can test this. I, I test it. I still slip up. Like we all do. You can test it every day in your social media, put something out. That's just valuable. Like literally thinking of your audience for them and then put one out that says like, Hey, here's my, the link to my book or whatever you're trying to sell and just see crickets. The, 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 yeah. See the likes and the engagement. It'll be yeah, like bro. five to 50 or 500. I mean, it's just absurd. And it happens every, every time. And even and someone, this is, dude, this is why, like, now that I speak a lot, 
you know, people are like, man, how do I get to do that? And, and, and now that I do, you know, I've done thousands of videos at this point and uh-huh. people are like, man, how are you, how do I get as good as you are at that? Uh-huh. Guys start putting in the work. Yeah. You can't stop sucking at something you aren't practicing. Hmm. You can't, right. It's impossible. I can't go, bro. I want to start playing soccer, but I want to be really good before I start. Yeah. yeah. Right? You're going to be like, uh, yeah, I don't think it works like that. But isn't that true? Like in this digital world, everybody's like, well, man, I, I, I'll do more video when I feel more comfortable. Oh, When's that going to happen? Like that whole thing? Never, never. I've heard potential clients like people I've had on the line that says like, you can insert whatever you want to in the film. I'm like, I, I'm going to do, I, I'm definitely going to do that when, and it's just like, yeah. all right, you know, Sarah, we can get on the phone right now. Like, Dude, you ain't ready. And then, and, and I don't want to beg you or try to force you to do it either. You're ready to meet me in the middle and we'll rock this together or, you know, good luck to you. And Hey, listen to the podcast for free. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? 100%. Bro. But definitely. And not only that, they're like, and you're, we'll take your soccer situation uh, uh, or analogy is sometimes it's like, Hey, how do I, you know, I want to play, but I want to be able to like score 15 goals in this season. It's like, yeah what uh, and this is the same thing when you were like uh hey how do i get to what's how do i get to ten thousand followers <laughs> people crazy, ask bro. that and it's like if it was like a switch or if it was just like an old oh, just do this this and this and you'll get there guaranteed as the old saying goes everyone would do it but then i've chosen to believe because bro what do we what do you and i do for a living we give people the roadmap to 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 success Right. So I choose to, to even say it different and saying until you want it bad enough, you'll never even follow the roadmap laid out for you. Nope. Because bro, when we talk about video, it is the one thing in our lives that exposes every weakness, every mm. insecurity, mm. every past failure, every mess up, Dude, every time I have to look at myself, I am reminded of every time I failed. And this is why this is so much deeper than just here's four tips to do video better. Because if you don't accept who you are, you will never put yourself out there for others. And so don't even get me preaching on identity because it's, it's bigger, right? It's, it's just, it's, it's a deeper issue than just, well, I don't like the way I look. You know what it, it really is? It could be the, the 35 year old realtor that every time she sees herself on camera, she remembers the eating disorder she had when she was 19, bro. This is, this is big, right? This is heavy stuff. And if we want to keep showing up over and over and over again, we've got to, we've got to face some of these demons that we don't want to give credit to as for why we're being held back. We just want to blame it on, Oh, I just didn't know what time of day to post. That's what we say, but that's not really why we don't do it. I got nothing else to say, man. That's, that's, <laughs> that's some heavy, heavy <laughs> truth. And I want to, I want to talk again and I want to pick right back up from there because that's a whole nother conversation, but let's do it. There's no argument. 
that is the truth what you just delivered my friend and I, and I appreciate you doing so and that's why i wanted to have you on um, thanks bro it, it all comes back to identity man you just i'm not i don't even want to mess it up that was just beautiful thank you i appreciate you yeah bro thanks for having me on dude absolutely and go cowboys go cowboys Ooh. I told you it was going to be good. Didn't I? Didn't I tell you? Man, that last line is kind of just that that last like 30 seconds or or minute is just I feel like it's just going to reverberate in my head for the rest of the day. Like like I said, we could have a whole show on just that and I talk a lot about identity and that sort of thing with uh with my uh, attendees and participants at different speeches and workshops. And that's really the crux of it all, isn't it? I mean, it really comes down to how we f- feel about ourselves, how we view ourselves, and like I like the way I like to word it, as you may know, the stories that we tell ourselves. And really, it all comes back to that. We will blame it on so many other things or excuse it by using, you know, with with so many things. But it really, it really always comes back to one thing. And that's us, isn't it? So anyway, I hope that you loved that episode. I really did. I could talk to Kyle for a long, long time. And hopefully I'll get the chance to again soon. And as a reminder, this is the last episode of season seven, which has been a great season we learned a lot specifically about business and brand storytelling. And we'll be coming back. We're going to take a little break for the holidays. We typically come back in early February after a January break. But because we're breaking a little sooner, we may be back in early January. I'll be I'll be promoting it. You'll find out. But I don't know the exact date yet. But I do know that we're going to have some awesome episodes in Season 8 because we already have them lined up. We already have them booked. And we start recording those soon. So I just want to say before I go, thank you. Thank you for your support. If you bought the book, if you didn't buy the book, if you've taken a course, if you bought the workbook that we released last year, if you just follow and watch any of my content, if it helps you in any way, I just appreciate your support so much. I really feel like I've found my calling sounds so cliche, but just like my purpose. I've, I've found where I fit in the world and that's a journey that we all go on. And hey, it's an ever evolving journey as well, but I feel really content and fulfilled Uh, by the work that I do, and you're not only a big part of that, you are the reason for that. So thank you. And if you're listening to the show, I hope you subscribe. And if you do, I'd really appreciate a review wherever you listen to it. I don't think Spotify offers it yet, but they will soon. But Apple Podcasts or anywhere that you listen to the show, you can review it. And let the people out there know, because really that's how we keep going. We've been going for a few years now, over 100 episodes, and that's not because we aren't telling people about it. You know, That's because we let people know, and you let people know. So if you, if you could continue doing that, it would be so super helpful, and I'd appreciate you. Small token of gratitude for hopefully uh, some of the value that we have provided for you. And hey, let's keep this story going. Let's keep this journey going. It is a tandem story that we are a part of together and it doesn't work without you. Have some have great holidays with your family and your loved ones and listen, hold them close y'all. Everything can change in an instant and life is very short. Too short in fact not to tell the people that you love that you love them and too short in fact for you not to be doing work that sets your heart on fire. Be well, continue telling your stories. 
My name is Rain Bennett. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, do us a favor and subscribe to the podcast. If you're already a subscriber and you're enjoying the show, give us a review and let us know the value that you've gotten from it. We love to hear from our listeners and learn about the benefits that they're getting from the show. That's what fuels us and that's what fuels the show. And if you've already subscribed and you've already reviewed it and you think there's someone else that would benefit from listening to this show, please, please share it with them. The more we grow, the more we can help you grow. And that's what we're here to do. Join us next time on the Storytelling Lab. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.